Welcome to another episode of There is a System to This Madness podcast. I am your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is August 18th, 2020. Let's get right into it. I think the thing that people are failing to understand or comprehend how vast this postal situation is. I get it. You're being redirected to only focus on mail-in ballots and how the actions of the president can disrupt the voting system, delay the voting process. But what people fail to realize, and I'm not being sarcastic, the United States Post Office also delivers mail. Somehow, people people forget this. And I guess I, I take this a little personal because included in all of the mail delivered, about 120 million prescriptions are delivered to over 300,000 U.S. veterans throughout this country. Like I said, I know this because I am one of them. What people don't understand, the way the VA operates with prescription medication, we call in our prescriptions. It's, it's a simple, easy process. As long as you got a, you got a phone, you just call it in. You give them the information, and in three days, three business days, you get your prescription. However, right now, that is on the verge of being disrupted. Like I said, three days, your prescription is in your mailbox. Now, medication is coming anywhere between 10 to 15 business days. But people fail to understand this, this has a dire effect on veterans, on individuals. You know, I'm just speaking on the behalf of veterans, but I am sure that there are millions of people that receive their medication through mail. And like I said, you know, this with with the VA system, and you know, and I'm willing to bet it's the same thing with other prescription medication. There's a system in place where you cannot order your medications before a certain time. Like with medication that I have, you only get 30 days supply because in some form or fashion, you have to be reauthorized, whether, whether it's a doctor's visit or some type of consultation or whatever. I know even working in my field of um, clinical, the psychotropic medications that a number of my clients utilize, 
they have to see a psychologist, psychiatrist, or whomever before they can get that refill. But a lot of times, those dates are really right at the edge. So it's like if you got a 30-day supply, maybe day 25, 27, you know, I got some clients, they go right up to the, to the deadline. But even like in my situation, you try to, you try to do a 10 to 5 leeway when you're ordering your medications. But now imagine that you order it on day 25 because you're used to that three-day turnaround. And now there's a gap in between. And people that are on, say, diabetic insulin, people that use psychotropic medications to help them with their depression or medications that help them to stabilize their um, paranoia, ideations, hearing voices in their heads, hallucinations. You know, imagine that these medications are coming late. Or, again, for my own personal um, accountability, I take blood thinners. I take warfarin. I cannot skip this medication. It's a, it's a proper dosage that I have to maintain, not only just every day. It's a, it's a formula for me to follow every week. And if anything is missed, it's like dominoes. It falls and it falls negatively. So, you know, with my own testimony, I can understand how the actions of this president who is trying to play this slick game, which really is a, is a sick game because you're playing not only with the lives of the people that receive mail, but you're also playing with the lives of individuals that work for the postal system in order just to prove a point, in order just to really to win because you're afraid of the consequences. You know, when I hear Trump supporters say things like, well, he's doing this because there have been disruption by cheating people getting mail and they just mailing it in and I'm like you know I mean these these Trump supporters these are some you know I you know I try to I've always tried to take it easy on them but these are some of the most stupidest ignorant people I have ever met I mean the the whole mask thing is it's ridiculous but even listening to them talk about the postal system how they saying that trump is doing this so that people won't commit forgery 
because ballots are being mailed to people, houses, and these people are sending in, you know, mailing ballots for for dead people. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say, can that happen? Of course it happens. There's forgery in almost everything. Credit cards, internet, everything. There's probably not a person that is probably over the age of 40 in this day and age that utilizes the internet. If they utilize the internet in some regular daily basis, have had some type of financial or even a Facebook account being hacked. You know, duplicate Facebook um, accounts. So yeah, it happens. But you're making it sound like it's only Democrats. Only Democrats can get extra ballots of dead people and send it in. I mean, how, how stupid is this? And you're going to jam up a country system, a process to rectify a problem. Basically, you're going to cause one problem. So completely shutting it down is you're going to fix it, but you're going to shut it down. I mean, this, this reminds me of the situation in New Jersey when Governor Christie had an issue with the mayor, I think it was of Jersey City, where it was the, the state line between New Jersey and New York, and they cut, they cut the number of lanes coming in and out of New Jersey, or basically in this case, the lanes that you could use to leave out of New Jersey because that mayor is a Democrat. And of course, Christie's dumbass, he's a Republican. So he's going to sit there in the morning traffic, cut half the lanes off and cause blockage that extended miles into the city, but not taking the time to see the ripple effect. You got, you got kids on a school bus that are sitting on a school bus for hours. You got individuals that are trying to get to their place of employment, just sitting there. And worse yet, you had paramedics that had emergency calls to transfer individuals to the hospital and they're stuck in traffic. All, all because of a vendetta against a person because they didn't kiss your ring. So you figuring you're going to get back at them by disrupting the lives of everyday citizens. I mean, 
How sick? How sick are these people? It's like, you know, they just, they don't care. And I, what just baffles me is how is it that people support and vote for these people? When I, when I was reading about the reasoning, you know, I, I got a friend, she's on Facebook and she's just defending these actions and I'm like the stuff that you are you are stating it's just it's it's crazy and I mean they believe in it wholeheartedly and it's like take the time to take a step back from the statement that you're making listen to what you're saying think about it and you got to come to the conclusion you are not making sense whatsoever. But that's the key phrase. Stop, take a step back, listen, and reprocess what is being said in front of you. If they did that, there's no way as a human being. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah, these some these some of these players just some of these people are just plain dumbasses. But overall, I guarantee if a good number of them just took the time to just stop and listen, turn, turn these statements over in your head multiple times. Think, like I said, you're going to disrupt the postal system because you're worried about mail fraud? Because you know that one party relies heavily on sending in ballots, which because of the coronavirus pandemic is probably the smartest thing to do because you, you, dis, you disrupted the polling areas. You shut down most of them. I mean, they showed in Kentucky during the Senate race where they just shut down polling areas, people standing in line for hours to cast their vote. You know, so-called Republicans swear that they are the, the party of God and God is on their side, but they cheat at everything. But what irritates me with the Democrats, they so damn spineless and weak. And every time they go up, you know, just like right now, they're, they're calling the head of the post office to Washington to come before a committee. To do, to do what? What, what? what do they think he's going to say? He's going to just reveal his evil plan? Yeah, this is what we plan on doing. We want to disrupt it. We know it's illegal, but we can do it because we want to make sure that nobody can vote. We're going to do all these heinous and evil things. Do you really think that's what he's going to get up there and say? Now, the question is, you know what he's going to say. What are you prepared to do? Because really, while he is up there making his statement, you should be like, okay, motherfucker, we heard you. If 
you flip the wrong switch, we gonna flip you. Period. That's it. Because he is gonna come there. He's getting lawyered up. They're telling him, yes, you can say this. They can't do that. And somebody need to be telling the Democrats, he's going to say this. You all will be able to do this and that to him. If you put that in him, put something in front of him that's like, oh, I can't mess with them. He's going to he's going to change his mind. But all of this, you're going to have him come before the country, be on TV and think that he's going to show some type of remorse? This is the problem with the Democrat Party. The Republicans are several steps ahead of them when it comes to deception and manipulation and just flat-out cheating. It never fails. But let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. One of the things that... You know, of course, with um, Senator Kamala Harris, you know, you got all these different stories about her past history, mainly as a prosecutor in California. But, you know, there are so many positive stories that people, somehow it just, it just gets lost. It just get lost in the fray. You know, one of the stories that I had came across and, you know, again, um, it touched me because it's something that we're trying to get, well, been trying to do in Georgia. People fail to realize that California has a major prostitution sex ring. And as a district attorney, Senator Harris or attorney, attorney Harris, when these young ladies were being arrested for prostitution and she knew that these teenage girls were being abducted and forced into prostitution, she never convicted any of them. Not only did she not convict them, she was part of a program, a bill that would start a program that would help these individuals with financial help, um, possible shelter, whether it be in group homes or foster homes or, you know, a homeless shelter. And one of the things that is, you know, partial to me is they got therapeutic help because it wasn't just taking them off the street after they've been on there, whether they was on the streets for one month or one year. Mentally, that had to be so traumatic to them that you can't just say, okay, I'm taking you off the street. I'm going to put you in this nice environment, put you in this pretty dress, and okay, we're going to send you to school. No, that, the, the, ment the mentality has to be really erased. It has to be almost white clean. The only way that's going to happen, that's therapy. And this is something that we have been trying to push in the state, in the state of Georgia. 
But, you know, of course, you know, that that's not the top of the Republican agenda in this state. But it just, when I hear all of the rhetoric about Senator Harris, you know, these these things, stories like this, they get they just get lost with um with all the other rhetoric. You know, speaking, you know, speaking of rhetoric. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been I've been wondering, like, you know, this is a civics question. If let's say by chance, November, everybody votes. The next day after election day, there has not been a decisive conclusion to the results. So I guess they would keep counting, 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 counting. Because regardless, I think if I'm correct, January 20th, and if I'm correct, that's in the Constitution. January 20th, if the president is not sworn in, he has to leave office. Him and his boy, Mike Pence, they got to go. Now, if, if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong. If this happens, would that mean that the Speaker of the House would become temporary president of the United States? Or also there's, there's the theory that the Senate... I forget the actual title, but it's a position in the Senate. And it's usually held by the majority. It's not the, it's not, it's obviously not the Senate majority leader, but it's almost somebody right under him. However, correct me if I'm wrong again, the way the election, because if, if none of the ballots are have have been tallied that would also affect the other ballots because I think it's roughly about 30 something senators that are running for re-election so those individuals would not be able to take office as well or the ones that are also in their positions if I'm correct, they would not be able to take their positions. So everything would be on a standstill. If that was the case, if I'm correct, I want to say it's like 30, 35 senators that are up for grab, which if that's the case, so it would be 65 senators that can report for duty because they'll still be in office. If that's the case, the Democrats would have the majority. So that position that I was just talking about, that would be like the number two man in the Senate, that individual would be a Democrat. Which, does that mean that that individual will become President of the United States? Even if it's just temporary, I would I would really love some answers on that one. Cause I mean I read it, I'm still I'm still not clear. Cause even when I think back to like when Gerald Ford 
became president. You know, it's like all I remember was the vice president stepped down first. But somehow Ford, I don't even know if Ford was vice president by being appointed or was he vice president by default. But it was a position that he had in the House that moved it. A lot of people fail to realize Gerald Ford was a member of the House. He wasn't a senator, which, you know, that's, you know, senators, you know, have a little bit more weight. They'll, they'll tell you that. Members of the House have more power, but senators have, their, their power structure is different. It's designed that way, but it's, it's, it's more like a senator has more weight. But either way, Gerald Ford was a member of the House. Somehow, he went from the House to the VP to the President of the United States. I never really, each time, even when I read it, I'm, it, it kind of throws me off. But either way, if somebody would like to give me some feedback on that, please, 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 give me, give me, give me some of that. Um, again, you know, the continuing debate about um, Senator Harris is she African-American? Is she black American? You know, man, it's, you know, it's, oh gosh, how's, I mean, is she human American? And it's just the stuff that are coming from black people, African-American people, who cares? Or when, uh, what, you know, then it gets stupid. Well, her, her father was Jamaican so, you know, this means that she's, she's neither. I'm like, really? Why, why, would, why, what, what, what are Jamaicans? It's like people are so entrenched. And again, this is the thing that I said what about, because I'm not going to just say it's Trump voters. Because trust me, we as African-Americans, we got, we got some, dull razors in our group too and the thing is we we say stuff that you just don't hear white people say i don't think i hear white people say things like i'm more whiter than you you're not a real white person they'll get mad and say you have betrayed us you hear them say stuff like that or you hear them say you know stuff like hey Hey, you nigga lover and all this type of stuff. But the stuff that we as black people say to one another compared to white, our white counterpart. Oh, gosh, it's it's crazy, which, you know, was even, you know, was even really crazy. Now, all of a sudden, white people are listening to us talk about how Senator Harris is not African-American or black American, all this. Now you're starting to see white people chime in and say, yeah, she's not really black. You all should not support her. I mean, th think about this. This is the shit that they're saying to us 
because we have allowed for them to listen in on conversations that should be kept in our house. And they're sitting there not only listening, they're, they're reprocessing it and throwing it back. And some of you Negroes are actually listening to them. And it's so ironic that the people that started this whole race thing, black American, white American, you know, we, to this day, we are the only group of people that are described by a physical attribution. Everybody in the world are described either by the land that they came from or the language that they speak. We are the only ones that use words like black and white or colored to describe ourselves. And we have accepted. Now, me personally, I do like being called black because I, first of all, I love the color black. It just fate would have it. Black and navy blue, just inside information. Black and navy blue are probably my two favorite colors. But the thing is, the word black, in my opinion, is it's like chitlins. It was something negative that was thrown at us, and we made it into a delicatessen. It's the same, you know, unfortunately, we did the same thing with the word nigger. But, you know, no matter what, you know, it's... It's just a part of, you can't have it your way all the way. Yeah, we do some ignorant shit. But either way, the word black, when white folks sitting there saying that, yeah, you shouldn't, you should be careful who you all put in office. It's like, really? But on that note, we'll leave it there. This has been another episode of There's a System to This Madness podcast. I am Mosaze Shabazz. Please, please, please. I would love to hear your opinions, your thoughts, your questions, your corrections. Please do not hesitate to contact, comment, please. Until next time, God bless. You all take care. Be safe.